Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm through waiting. The following program is brought to you in living color on NBC. That's right, we're in living color. Even though we're paying Ellie. Yes! They took it out of your salary, Alexis, and mine. That's oh, right. Good, hey. That's right. To pay for the color today. It's fine. <laughs> hey, I'm not wearing black, so it's a good day to pay it's for the perfect. color. perfect. <laughs> we're yes. only kind of in neutral, aren't we? Yeah, it's been all week. We are not very colorful this week. No, it's oh, too no. early in the morning to be. No, no. True. And look outside. Wolf. Oh, be God. careful. Turn your lights on. Drive like see. a champion, as Kenny says. Yeah, lights on in the rain, everybody. Mm-hmm. Lights on. Uh, boobs out, lights. Is that the same? No, I don't know what that's. <laughs> well, something, anyway, I'm, something else. I'm, yeah, I'm putting my boobs out. <laughs> Headlights uh, on. Yeah, um, there you go. Let me see here. Is it going to be crappy all weekend? It sure is. Oh, look that... at that. Oh, really? Hold. Oh. Yeah, look yeah, at it. It's just nasty. As Alexis would say, it's nasty. <laughs> Perfect, because yeah. I was going to garden on Saturday. So. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, mostly cloudy, scattered showers. Oh, oh, meaning yeah. you're happy you don't want to garden or are you? No, I I've kind of been putting it off like this week. I have not been doing gardening because uh, I'm a zombie when I get home. Yeah. Uh, I wonder why. <laughs> so, yeah. I was like this weekend. I like I've been really oh. like laid on it. You have so much like leaf litter. You still have to clear your tulips are coming in. Yeah, I'm probably not. Nobody I'm cares about noon. leaf litter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Nobody cares. It look, do, looks like Tuesday is going to be a really nice day. Yeah, but then, girl, that's 18 days away. I mean, you got to come on. No, 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 no. So two to two looks like really nice. That's, two, that's so Minnesotan. <laughs> I'm just looking at Ken Barlow's forecast here. She's Otherwise, trying to put a positive blustery. spin, Ellie. Yeah, yeah I know. It's, it's uh, all right. It's uh, a good excuse to stay inside and just do stuff and or hang is. out and watch TV. Something. Or... Get nude like we learned yesterday on the uh, Second Chance Romance. Get nude. Get nude. Please get nude. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. Ask for nudes. <laughs> That's right. Ask Let's for the see nudes. How many you get? What is it? Play the numbers, Ellie? Yeah, play the numbers. Shoot your shot. Uh-huh. <laughs> the worst they can say is no. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Who cares how many Ashleys you're talking to? And if you get Seriously. I mean, whatever. Whatever. Uh, oh, that this was is something. A- this is our last day with Ellie. Holly returns on Monday. Uh, so I thought it would be fun because uh, social media Q, uh, Q posted a, a, a fun interview with, with yeah. Ellie on, on the uh, socials, getting to know Ellie. For those that don't know, Ellie um, is all, was already family because she's the daughter of Foodie Queen, co-host of The Weekly Dish, uh, Stephanie Hansen, who, by the way, is listening right now. Uh, she's li- reading the paper with Stanley the dog and uh, listening here, but she, <laughs> hey, she Stanley. Has- <laughs> oh. 
Stephanie has no idea that we ripped her in the last segment of feeding you mueslicks and uh, uh, pieces of uh, rock for breakfast for you. So, yeah, yeah. cheese inside. That yeah. is so real. That really happened, and I still can't believe it. I, I, Stephanie, call the hotline. Actually, before we get oh. to questions with Stephanie, I mean, questions for Ellie. Stephanie, call the hotline because I need you to defend yourself. I need you to explain yourself. No, Lex, no, 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 no. No. She fed her daughter uh, sticks and twigs and pieces of little pebbles for food, uh, trying to be healthy, when all Ellie wanted was a bowl of fruity pebbles. And uh, <laughs> None of our parents let us have that, though. Uh, but... Nobody, what was it? What did she wrap? What was it, the wrap, Ellie? What it was, was string it? cheese. It was string cheese, spinach, and oh, flaxseed. There she is. There's a line one. Yeah, you, oh. you up here, Stephanie? Yeah. I'm here. Yes, thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Stanley uh, says good morning to Ellie. Oh. Um, Steph, now your your lovely daughter, who by the way, people are loving her. Where Lex and I are getting a ton of emails. Uh, yes. She's doing a great job. So you done did good, Steph. So I'll start with a compliment for you uh, before we absolutely rip you. So there's a the compliment. <laughs> now, um, now, uh, Steph, Ellie was telling us that you used to feed her all sorts of weirdness for breakfast what was the one the main one ellie that you were telling us i said you tried to convince me to eat muesli with you for a year because that's what you were eating and i also told them about um your spotty history with packing me lunches including the cheese stick fiasco you need to tell them that's true i did wrap a flaxseed wrap around a cheese stick with a few pieces of perhaps spinach and maybe tried to like hide it with a little mayonnaise and call that a sandwich. <laughs> Do you not see how she described the exact same thing she, I did? She, yes. She did. These were Ellie. desperate times, Alexis. I was a working mom and I was tired. Hey. And I was trying to provide a good Steph, I got you on this. I, I didn't get it before, but I oh. do now. Steph, Lex oh, is right. Man. S- Steph, Lex was more on, Lex was on your side. I was 100% on Ellie's side. What the hell were you feeding her? It felt like, you know, like you really want to make this nutritious meal. Yes. But I couldn't last more than three days before the wheels fell off. You'd always start strong. She'd like, like make these like elaborate calls. She'd be making me like bento boxes and like sending them with like little notes inside. Yes. And then two days later, she's sending me a text like, do not complain about your lunch. <laughs> At least you have food. Literally. <laughs> Hanson, Hanson, I love how Ellie described it as, quote, your your spotty history of <laughs> making lunch. <laughs> It's so true. It's so true. They were always made with love and a little resent. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that motherhood? Love with just a dash of resentment? I mean, I'm not a mom, but that is the truth. Yes. And I, I, my kid's only three, but I hear you. (laughs) I'm 
already feeling it. He can give me a side eye that hurts so hard. An adult could say anything to me now. I don't care. Uh, The judgment from a three-year-old is worse than anything I've ever felt. Lexa Lou. So true. So true. Ellie was saying, well, you know, we did this video and we're getting lots of nice comments. And I said, well, just wait. Someone will say something that's not nice. Oh, and I it's said, do you happen. need an Ambien prescription? She <laughs> <laughs> said, what's wrong with you? That's it. said, well, I'm just, I'm your mom. I'm real. trying to prepare you for what's ahead. Hanson, <laughs> let your daughter have a moment, Debbie Downer, before you tell her that people are awful and, and, and will inevitably this is post. This Instagram. I literally messaged her. Everyone's being nice. And she's like, not always. That's, that was the reaction. That's so Steph, but she's keeping it real. That, she's so keeping it real. Hanson, that, that is the most Hanson thing you've done in the last month. That oh. is fantastic. I did have to apologize, though, didn't I, Ellie? I kind of oh. caught myself. After it already happened and backed up. I mean, I yeah. was just kind of like, oh, my God. Just, oh. just say, like, Yay. Oh, yeah, you're getting a lot of views. Nice. Like, just like throw out some kind of like, yay. Oh, my God. I'm, give me like a tiny cookie. Get little Dunkaroo. <laughs> oh, Steph, this ma- this fills my heart. I love it. Oh, God. Mom, I'm getting all sorts of nice comments. It's not going to last. <laughs> <laughs> and she, she also says, you said, I, it's all really exciting in the beginning, but, you know. Time will tell. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I'm like, trying to, like, dim my, dim my hopes. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. oh. Ellie, I know. Oh, and I don't day, mean to. It's just. Yes. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> just, you don't want your kid to get hurt, so you're, like, trying to prepare them. But, yeah. obviously, in a very inopportune and not appreciative way. Oh, God. Ian Steph. tells about mad cow disease next, Debbie. I know, seriously. Oh, God. Steph couldn't love you more. Okay, oh, go no. back. To- At least Come- we're prepared. We're prepared that's for the heartbreak that's coming. <laughs> Steph! Oh. <laughs> I need to kick her off the phone because we're also way over time we at this are. point. We oh, love you. Bye, Steph. Bye, guys. Bye, Steph. Love you. Oh God! Oh, she, she said, "Good job." See you that? Oh yeah. Oh, no, thank you, mom. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to. No. I want to point out the time. Lex wants to point out the positivity. I, she, that was really nice. <laughs> oh okay. God! Talk website or app. Oh, speaking of Stephanie Hansen, hi everybody. It's Jace Live for Red Cow Red Rabbit. If you go to my Instagram right now, it's the first post. Uh, Hansen and I had. Happy hour at Red Rabbit. That's right. Red Rabbit has such a great happy hour. So if you're heading down to Hamilton, we were there last night. We saw a whole bunch of couples getting ready to go to Hamilton. If you're going to Hamilton or maybe a home game uh, for the Twins or the T-Wolves, get down to downtown early and run to Red. Red Rabbit happy hour, Red Cow uh, happy hour, 2 to 5, Monday through Friday. So today's the last day for the week. Great specials at Red Rabbit and Happy Hour. They have two different pizzas on their Happy Hour menu. Fried ravioli, oysters, great wine, great cocktails. They're like, there's, Stephanie had this cucumber cocktail that was great. So before you go to Hamilton, before you go to a Twins game or a T-Wolves game or a game in general, 
Run to Red, right there in the North Loop, blocks away from all the entertainment. A full menu at redrabbitmn.com. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Right here on my talk, everything entertainment. Everything James Corden. Oh, did you watch his last show? Uh, I sure did. Oh, I got to hear about it. I heard him on CERN, and I just, mostly I like them more after an interview with Howard. Yeah. But I liked him less. Fascinating. Uh, forget about me. him. Wow. What? Oh my God. I listened to it too, and I had the opposite reaction. Oh, you what? did? Yeah. Okay. Tell me. Talk to us. What? Well, it's why? just the way he talks about things, the way he frames it. It's not a story in particular, other than the stories that came before that, you know, he was just, he's just, um, you know, uh, not nice to wait staff, which, you know, which we talk about a lot. I believe all of those stories, those were swirling around around forever and ever. And then finally that restaurateur said we're not serving him anymore. Um, so I think maybe I'm also coming with that a little bit. I don't know if he addressed all that. I didn't listen to the whole interview because I got so turned off that I'm like, eh, I don't really I, I'm done with you. He kind of it's the way he speaks. It's this like an arrogance. I don't like. I don't like it, an entitlement that he has. Hmm. Did you get you don't get any sense of that, huh? Not no? at all. I'm yeah. fascinated. I I uh w- what do you mean by what do you think he was arrogant about? Well, just the way he um gosh, man, I'm I'm sorry. It's been days oh, since no, I listened sorry. to oh, it. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. So I, I can't remember like particular stories. It's just an essence and a feeling that I get about him when he talks about things and when he um just yeah, just the way in which he carries himself. I I just find him to be very arrogant. Oh, see, I had the polar opposite reaction, especially when he talked about, and I, you know. And maybe it's I, his insecurities that I'm reading, too, that, you know, are coming oh, out. But, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I I actually didn't take him like that at all. I was... I was actually relieved because I have always been a fan. And before the, the stories were verified and uh, about how he treated people at the uh, New York restaurant, yeah. I was a big fan. And I, I have to say, I and I never understood when these stories would come out and people were just hating on him. I thought it was an example of, what our culture loves to do. We love to, you know, when he came on, people loved him, man. It was, he yeah. changed late night and carpool karaoke. People love to raise people up and then they love to tear them down. And I thought it was kind of an example of that. Mm, yeah. So this, no, I was with you on the, that too, Jace. Yeah. Because we didn't really have much context other than, you know, what he's doing and love that he's into theater and all of that. So it actually crushes me to even say that. Well, and then, so this interview, a uh, couple days. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Basically, with Stern actually reinvigorated my my um, my fandom for him. Oh, awesome. Because I found him to be, not that How, Howard wasn't trying to goat him, 
But Howard, there was a line of questioning. Lex, I don't know if you heard this part where Howard was asking him, and, and I would play it, but I think Howard cusses a few times, so I don't want to get yeah, all of like us in job. trouble on. Yeah. Uh, we like our job and Ellie's last day with us, so I don't want to Do not be my first drama. dump, Jason. Yeah, exactly. Oh, you haven't hit the dump yet, huh? Oh, don't, yeah. don't try Ooh. to figure it out for me. Uh, yeah. I, we could have had your mom do that ceremonially. That would be great. But uh, anyway, no, but... Um, you found him more endearing. Yeah, Back because Howard Howard had asked him, and I totally thought that James was going to confirm. Howard had basically asked him, uh, hey, is network TV in the toilet? Were you just nickel and dime to the point where th- that's really why you left? Was CBS just like, nope, you can't do that. You can't do that. Uh, we're not going to put any resources. And James's answer was refreshing. He said, that is just not my experience. He said, you know, the network appreciated that our team found different ways to monetize our show. You know, we were an Mm -hmm. expensive show with all the music clearances we had to get. He said, actually, no. And he said, I would tell you, he goes, that was not my experience. I'm I'm very grateful for CBS. You know, he was very uh, appreciative. And I found him the actual opposite of, of, arrogant at that moment mm. and then what what touched me and i ran this clip what's what's interesting lex i don't know if you heard this part i watched the studio audience on my talk show and i wasn't actually as moved by this because i'm hardened and i don't have children but aaron <laughs> schwab and the audience was like oh when he talked about the real reason he stepped away it was uh, his family like, it was his family and he goes you can't get that time back yeah, and and I'm and I'm paraphrasing, but the way he said it really endeared him. My studio audience was like swooning, and Aaron Schwab would like put her. That's um, our audience coordinator and friend, and Bette Midler of the Twin Cities. Anyway, Aaron was so moved by that, and I and I, you know, the more I thought about it, I thought that's actually, you know, what. And, and when he said, you know, my family moved to the beat of my drum for 13 years, and he goes, now it's time for me to do what's best for them. Yeah. And now I'm, I don't know. I it's yeah, I, I love this. I love that well, we had a different reaction. You know, my talkers are split as well. We're getting emails on either side. Oh, good, 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 good. Interesting. Yeah, I, I, I need to, okay, so how was the last episode? Maybe I need to watch that. I was, Did that feel? Oh, I thought it was great. Heartfelt now, and great. You know, I'm looking at this from two different uh, viewpoints. Yeah. Um, yeah, and we're also getting Twitter. Uh, Lisa Murray agrees with you. Uh, Lisa was actually referring to him with the uh, Sunday morning, a CBS Sunday morning interview. She th- found that James comes came off as dismissive to the reporter over the restaurant incident um, that he yeah. was over talking about it. Um, you know what? I, I God, I don't want to seem like I'm defending him because you know how I feel about how people treat the service industry. But I will tell you, I, I could imagine getting sick of saying the same thing. I'm not defending them, but I could I could see where you would be over it as well. But anyway. No, I, the, I get that. It's also CBS yeah. Sunday morning, you know. It, exactly. The, the different audience. It's yep. like, really, yeah. are we having this discussion? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but as far as the last, oh, let's do this. Let's take a break. We're, we're yeah. running over. Uh, we'll be right back. Uh, I have a funny clip from the last show because he actually did two. So much to get to today. We'll move uh, name that TV tune up to the top of the third hour. Right now, though, there's just so much to get to.
including the final Late Late Show with James Corden, was last night. It was really good. There were actually two shows. He he did a primetime special at 9 p.m. on CBS, and then a separate show, a more traditional show, uh, in their normal time slot, which I thought was really cool. So the, the primetime show opened with a fantastic opening musical number shot on top of like um the w in la and and then it came into the studio and it was basically uh pre-taped bits uh like a carpool karaoke special um but so they showed the adele one in almost in its entirety and then okay now most of this you have to watch because it's visual but they finally showed the tom cruise bit that we heard about months ago where Tom Cruise and James Corden played in the Lion King on broad, not on Broadway, but uh, at in LA, the traveling show of Disney's the Lion King, the the musical and Tom Cruise played Pumbaa and James Corden played Timon. And this audience in LA had no idea. And the, what you're getting ready to hear is the curtain coming up. And they notice that Tom Cruise is Pumbaa. And it's legit. Like, they really did this. Tom and James really did this. What a special experience. Oh, my gosh. It was... So here is this, wow. and you'll hear you'll hear Tom Cruise sing Hakuna Matata. <laughs> Take a listen. <laughs> the first thing you'll hear is the audience reaction. Hakuna Matata. What a wonderful phrase. Hakuna Matata. <laughs> Ain't no passing craze. It means no worries for the rest of your days. It's so great. It's our problem free philosophy. Hakuna Matata. Now listen to this. Those two words will solve all your problems, kid. When he was a young warthog. When I was a young <laughs> That's cute. It was great. And then they did this faux thing where they get done and James is like, you're going to forget all about me, Tom, aren't you? Um, you're going to find another late night talk show host to love. And they start singing, can you feel the love tonight? <laughs> and they shoot it all over. They shoot it all over L.A. It was really good. This the primetime special was was fantastic. And then the final, final Late Late Show in its normal time slot. Lex, you will love this. I immediately thought about you because your boyfriend was in this. Ooh, which one? They they did a pre-recorded skit where James is sleeping. They roll this in the middle. James is sleeping. And it's like a takeoff of It's a Wonderful Life or Christmas Carol. He's uh, He gets woken up by every talk show host, by all the other <laughs> late night talk show hosts. Now, you'll know their voices. Listen to this. Come to an end. But one positive is I may finally get a good night's sleep. <laughs> He's in bed. 
<sighs> oh my god! Hello, James. What are you doing? I'm watching you sleep. It's three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, but I need to talk to you. About what? Well, about you leaving. We're here to tell you, you can't just leave a talk show. We? James, hosting a network late night talk show makes you yeah. part of a very exclusive club, and if we're gonna let you leave, we need to know you'll keep our sacred secrets. Also, I hope you don't mind, I borrowed your mouth guard. Colin, what are you talking about? What secrets? You know how we don't watch every episode of TV or movie that our guests are on to promote. You're telling me I didn't need to watch all four seasons of Mozart in the Jungle? Of course you didn't have to watch that. Mozart was never even in the jungle. Damn it, I missed my sister's wedding for that. What else? The fake laugh we all have for when a guest tells a story that isn't funny. <laughs> Stephen Colbert comes out. Anywhere, are you? No, of course not. I live here. Will you stick around? We'll be right back with more. James Carden, everybody. <laughs> Look, guys, I appreciate you all feeling passionate enough to, to break into my home, but I, I promise not to reveal any of our secrets. Look, now, can you please leave? James, have you thought this through? I mean, what other job will allow you to break into song and dance every single night? I don't sing and dance every night. You do. It's been a lot. Like, a lot. That's, no, I did nearly two years without singing and dancing once. Yeah, but that was during COVID. And then as soon as COVID was over, you did a huge musical number with Ariana Grande about how COVID was over. For more on this, it's time for a closer look. <laughs> and, it go, and there's a couple, there's uh, one, two, there's two more big cameos in that bit that one of them I was thrilled with. Um, you can kind of guess who, but late night legend pops up but oh, oh. yeah it was great it was uh, that's look you know on the positive his personality aside that team celebrating that team oh yeah uh that show was so smart in crafting that show not for 12:30 but for crafting that show for how it really was going to be consumed in the 21st century, uh, and that is in chunks uh, on the next day on YouTube and Instagram and TikTok. And that's how they crafted that show. Yes. From, you know, from Crosswalk Musical to Carpool Karaoke to... Individual bits. Yep. That, you're, you know, very few people watched it in the linear 12.30 time slot. They watched it like we did the next day. Yeah. And that's how they produced it. That team gets should get a lot of credit for changing late night again, again. Absolutely. I don't want to take anything away from the actual production and the people behind the scenes. Yeah. I was just saying sometimes he just rubs me wrong. Rubs, oh, like just. Oh, Lex, I wasn't I wasn't debating you. I no, was no, just no. saying. Yeah, it's yeah, so yeah. funny, though, because it, it, he's a polarizing character. He's like Will Ferrell. I'm yeah. noticing you there's this. You see our emails. It's really like. I love Do him. Hate I can't Ferrell? stand him. Yeah. Oh, I yes. know. I think they're wrong. Right. No, <laughs> I agree. But that's what I'm saying. See, it's very like, wait, hold up. You don't like him? What? Well, yeah. I mean, comedy is hard in general. I think being a late night host is general. And when you put yourself out there so much in such like a category that's capable of ridicule, yeah. you're going to get both responses you're gonna get people who are like you really speak to me i feel like i know you you feel relatable or mm, get out of my face 
No, it's so true. It's what we do every day. And that's kind of maybe what your mom is warning you about. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I don't love you or not love you. And it depends on the day. It well, depends I on the minute. Last night, I was it's like, truth. Mom, I'm a gay loudmouth. I, I'm, I'm, I'm used, I'll, I did it in high school. I'm really not scared of Facebook comments. Yes. It's true. It's just how we feel. And that's what we're here to do. And yep. same with James Corden. So, yeah. There you go. I, uh, I'm going to miss those bits. I'm going to, I'm kind of, I don't know what CBS is putting the at midnight game uh, in that time slot. I don't know how I feel about that. Um, it's just that show was just a great production. You know, I, I look at things like that. I watch it through those through that lens too, and it was just a well produced show. Just I have I'm envious. It just they, that's a great team. He was he had so many creative people on that show working um, to lift him up. And congrats. That whole team should be very proud of that eight-year run. Seriously. So good. So, so good. Uh, When we uh, come back, uh, we're going to talk about a lot of big movie previews came out yesterday. We'll kind of go through them all. Website or app. Well, I love hearing from my talkers who have worked with David and the team at First Equity on their mortgages, including Annette and Pippin. They worked with Torben, said Torben was Torben was quick to respond, wrote everything out in easy to understand language and was a helping hand the whole way through. I'll definitely be recommending him to friends and family. And I love hearing that because we want to make sure, you know, you have a great experience because they are our local lender. They've been working in our market for more than 23 years. They've got the reputation. An independent mortgage broker is the way to go because you get that unmatched personalized service you need and deserve. This could be the biggest financial decision that you make. And what's so great about working with them, in addition to just being a fantastic team, is that they can shop multiple lenders. They are not tied to a specific bank. So that gives you as a buyer more options, better rates, and more opportunities for down payment assistance. So give them a call today, 763-251-8000, or use my talk keyword, David. And now on Jason and Alexis in the Morning... A message from our sponsor from like the 70s or 80s. Home at last. Home at last. Snap on the TV. Me and my baby got the stars in our eyes. Gonna let the magic come and carry us away and get a big surprise. Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. So CinemaCon is happening and a lot of news has been dropping all week long when uh, when a studio would take the stage at the beginning of the week 
We had Warner Brothers releasing that flash preview and then mm-hmm. showing the entire movie to the CinemaCon fancy people. Yeah. Getting rave, rave reviews. And then Universal got up there, uh, showed their butt in the best way, surprised everyone, showed them some footage from Wicked, freaked everybody out. Ooh, yes. Like, what? What? Uh, More confusing? No, like, oh, my God, no, excited. Oh, okay, because all I read was excited stuff. So, Oh, yeah, Okay, I thought you were like, huh, what's going on here? Okay, yeah, yeah. Now, I'm going to, I'm going to, Talk about Universal for a second because this is where Alexis and I will part ways here. Um, <laughs> they made an announcement that just makes me want to bang my head up against a really, really hard granite countertop. And that is Fast and the Furious 10 or 11 or <laughs> 20 or whatever the hell it is now. Yeah. Um, will now be split into two movies. Ooh, why? Did they say why? Yeah. Um, no, but I got to tell you. That seems dumb. Thank you, thank you, Ellie. Now, ka-ching, guys. But the thing is, it's already ka-ching, and I think you're shooting yourself in the foot a little bit. Hmm. Like Fast and Furious is about kind of this fun package. You don't expect the tightest script, but you expect good action sequences. And I think like saying we're going to split this up and not even deliver you this like tight, easy, like package story. That seems like it's a little bit of like disappointing even the fans who show up time and time again to see these movies. Yeah. Yeah. Great points. I just wonder what the rationale is. Why can't they just say like Fast 11? Because yeah. it's so like, good. Maybe it's because they so, like, like 10 so bad much? I don't know. An X, maybe? I don't even think they needed 2 through 9. So I... <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know why we need a 10.5. Oh, yeah. People are diehards. It's money on I the know. floor. It's money on the floor. Yeah. Oh, God. We get why it's around. But, yeah, to maybe split it into 2 and not call it Fast 11, that's confusing. Now, do they say why? Just because there's so much story that they need to split it into two. Mm-hmm. There's barely enough plot for one Fast and the Furious movie. <laughs> well, that's what I was alone, saying. I mean, like, why are you thinking you have this big old story and it no, just you split don't. up? No. <laughs> Maybe because they just want to say that the Fast and the Furious end ended in t- with 10. It's not this is, this is Well, they say this, this is going to conclude the main storyline. No, it's like gonorrhea. It's never going away. <laughs> It's never, ever, ever going, ever going away. Oh, man. Oof. You can put ointments on it. You can spray it. Well, they'll you definitely can, be spongies for sure. You can bring in clergy to uh, spray holy water on it. It's not. You can bring in an exorcist. It's never going away. Oh, oh, by, the, oh by the way. Yeah. Um, They also showed. I forgot it's Blumhouse. I forgot who they're related to. But anyway, they did show a little bit of footage from the new Exorcist. <gasps> yay, uh, yay, yay. Yes. Uh, and it's a continuation. And Ellen Burstyn is actually in this. And she comes back as Reagan's mom because there's twins that Satan now has a hold of. 
Ooh. Um, nothing creepier than twins. No, nothing. Cre- <laughs> <laughs> what? Twins out there at me. Yeah. yeah. What? <laughs> oh, man. We're already getting plenty of emails about James Corden. Ooh, on both ends. Um, but no, these, the, the, the plot, the twins went to this antique store. This is, I read the synopsis. They went to this antique store and they got these little bitty, uh, they bought these little bitty dolls, and <laughs> Satan was in these dolls. Oh, Alexis, you're no. cursed. Do we need to call the exorcist? What? They, that, I, that baby definitely put something in Alexis. <laughs> I missed this part of the plot. What? I completely made it up. It's not really what the plot is. <laughs> I was like, wait, hold up. I am not. I shan't be seeing this. <laughs> wait, you just made that up? <laughs> I just completely made that up. That's not at all what the plot is. But no, there are twins. Yeah, what though. did you guys think of She Hulk? Yeah. <laughs> We're just there poking are, the bear. There are twins, though, in this new exorcist. Okay. There are twins. But they didn't go to an antique store and buy Renwall $52. No, they didn't. They Close didn't do that. Case, yeah. 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 Uh, and then uh, Aquaman. <laughs> yes. Did you hear? You said you had dish. Oh my gosh. Dish that came from that. Yes, Amber Heard is back. You're what? in the trailer. Yes, you do. Uh, How do we feel about that? Uh, no, we didn't love I, Aquaman. Remember that? I I didn't love Aquaman. No, yeah. I didn't hate Aquaman, and that's the bar that's been set for DC at that point. That you just don't you don't actively hate it. Yeah. <laughs> well, like literally, I'm kind of like, oh, it's in the category where I don't want to punch the main character. Yeah. yeah. Yay! I I hate right. Ben Affleck's Batman. <laughs> I do too. Yes. I do not like oh. Ben Affleck's Batman. I remember when they announced that casting, and I I I could have cried. I just went, oh, there goes my favorite character down the drain for a solid at least six years. <laughs> Yep. Yep. Yeah, luckily Are you, he stepped uh, away. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's still in the flash, but that's uh, fine. At yeah. least he'll be muted by Keaton. He'll right, because there's other Batmans there. Makes well, it and le- bet money that the, the flash is probably going to include some kind of parallel universe retconning to recast Batman. Because yeah. Ben Affleck has said that he's done with the role. Mm-hmm. He's done. He's Just done. Blast you out. That's all right. Yep. Uh, uh, so Amber Heard's back, guys. Oh, in great. Aquaman 2. Great. I'll still watch it. Whatever. Yeah. Probably. There, there's also a Wish from Disney, a new Hunger Games, and more. A Transformers trailer came out. Yep. When we come back, we'll name that TV tune, The Dirt Alert, and more. Stay with us.